Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the Vincent to his jewels, Michael Howard. I don't recognize that reference. Pulp Fiction. Okay, I kind of thought it was, but then yeah. I, I've only seen it like twice. And I mean, uh, that's fine. That's fine. I want to talk about something related to that. Uh, oh, okay. Because I had something, but I, I want you to go first. Because yeah, just, just frankly, you suck the energy out of the room for just me. Just real, real I, quick. Whenever I don't know the reference you're talking about, <laughs> I'm just so paralyzed by fear and shame that I just have to sit here and sip on my <laughs> custom-made Negroni from our good friend Dave. Mm, it was. It, it is delicious. He did a good job. He did a great job. It's got like a nice. I don't even know what to, what's called. It's like a spice, like a spiciness, but not spicy. Like herbaceous I mean, spiciness. Yeah, as far as like bootleg cocktails should the cross state lines go, like it's very good. It's so good. Yeah. He, he um, did a great job. So I was watching, y- you are aware that uh, one of the greatest actors of our generation um, and just an absolute wordsmith with the word motherfucker, Samuel L. Yeah. Jackson, uh, mm-hmm. he is in the Capital One commercials. Yeah, sure. He says, what's in your wallet, motherfucker? He says that on a on lot. the commercials. Just the constantly, brand. yeah. It, Michael, it must be cool to work for a brand. Uh, you know, I've, I don't think I've ever named it, but I think it's probably obvious <laughs> who I work for. Um, we're not allowed to say motherfucker. Mm. I mean, look, he doesn't say it with his mouth. Like, we're not he allowed to say, his... like, that's the power of motherfucker. He says it with the with the with his eyes with, and, like, yeah, the general you, body language. You, like, yeah. kind of know that that's what he's getting at. Like, the what's in your wallet, the motherfucker is implied. Motherfucker is sure. implied. Um, yeah. Also, with um, the other commercials with the alias uh, Jennifer Garner, I she told you to get zero percent interest. She also implies motherfucker, but it's like a different. It's like vibe. a different, like kind of a questioning, like yeah. Am I like intruding? what's in your wallet, motherfucker? Am, am I intruding, motherfucker? Yeah. So it's like I don't like it as much. But anyway, so the new Capital One commercial for the holiday season shows mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson talking through, I assume, a Zoom call with Santa. Okay, because I was gonna say if they put a if they put Samuel Jackson, who I believe is like eighty years old at this point, <laughs> on a production set, that's wildly irresponsible. Um, <laughs> he's a national treasure, um, so like they shouldn't have done that if they did. So I'm he glad was, it was a Zoom call. He was born in forty eight, so yeah, he's seventy two, seventy one. Anyways, so new new Christmas one he's talking to Santa and I had seen this commercial probably I don't know half a dozen times because they keep showing it during college football and Rachel sits down and and the commercial comes on I'm half paying attention like I always am and she goes is that John Travolta and I was like no what do you mean no that's Sam Jackson and she's like no Santa is that John Travolta I was like what no that's and then I was like wait is it John Travolta because I honestly can't tell, and they make no reference to the fact that it might be someone famous and not just a random person dressed as Santa in a commercial. And so I was like, there's no way. They would have they would have been like, oh, hey, John Travolta as Santa, or they would have like done something to make it. They would look- have made him dance or like he like he would have done set like something. Saturday Night Fever, something to let you know, like, hey, this is John Travolta. And then at one time and, and at the end he turns to a Mrs. Claus, and I was like, Well, the Mrs. Claus doesn't look like anyone, so like if if it was John Travolta, I feel like the Mrs. Claus would have also been somebody famous or from like maybe like Uma Thurman or something if they were going for like a Pulp Fiction. I don't know. But we looked it up and it is, in fact, John Travolta as Santa Claus in the new Capital One. And they make no attempt to tell anyone that it is John Travolta. And I feel like I know John Travolta pretty well from his great movies like Face Off and Michael and Phenomenon and... You know, his great work with Scientology, obviously, and Battlefield Earth. But like, I had no idea. I I had no I had no clue. First of all, do you think it's like um Broken Arrow? I, I don't I don't know oh, obviously Broken Arrow. Obviously. I don't know anything about um this the religion of Scientology. Is it is he allowed to play Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> I know um, obviously secular um you know character, but that feels like very at odds with the Scientology. No, nah, I mean, because they don't really, they don't really make a lot of, they don't really ha- make a lot of references to like other other people's religion necessarily. As long as you believe that the aliens were birthed out of a volcano and we have a planet or something, I don't remember exactly how it goes, but it's there's things. Michael, it's weird that you bring up 
um Michael the movie. Uh I've never or is seen the Archangel it. Michael. No, no, of course. Uh, I love and obviously seen it. Huge fan of Your his name work. is Michael. I know. Yeah, can, you 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 think contractually I'm it. obligated to. Yeah. But um I remember seeing the trailers for the movie and not being interested because like it looked bad. Um yep. But the thing Very. that stuck out to me the most, I don't know why, really, but I've like I do remember seeing the first t- the first time I saw a trailer for Michael, the trailer music was a song that I instinctively. So this movie came out in 1996. So I would have been 11 years old as an 11 year old, maybe hearing this song for the very first time. I had such an instinctual <laughs> hatred for spirit in the sky by norn greenbond what i hate that song with every what? fiber of my being it sucks so much shit and when i saw like when i heard that there was like oh this was i think right after phenomenon which was like that movie's cool telekinesis powers from a brain tumor what a way to go and then i heard i was like johnny t is my boy i love him so much and then <laughs> this shit comes out i'm like no spirit in the sky sucks so does john travolta and then he had to be redeemed by a face-off blessedly but i mean that song sucks so much what? ass. Yeah, go back and live in the sky, you asshole. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I actually don't know any words or anything about it other than you died and I laid you to rest. Go. I sent you up to the sky. Don't come back. Don't be a spirit in the sky, you motherfucker. <laughs> I hate that song so much. I don't know why. It's just a visceral hatred. Is it because do you think it's related to Michael? Or do you think it's you hate Michael because you well, hate I never the song Spirit no, in the Sky? No, like, Michael, literally, I have not seen the movie because I hate the song so much. I never <laughs> saw Michael because in my head, it is inextricably linked to Spirit in the Sky by Norrin Greenbond. W- had you heard Spirit in the Sky in a different context before and you decided you didn't like it? I don't think I did. So you I just mean, heard, it in, you heard it in the preview and you had such a just an immediate reaction to it that you were just like not only do i dislike this song i just like this movie and by extension yeah. i now hate when john travolta and the lame fuck john travolta and this movie shit that's <laughs> what i hear like honestly i have no problem john travolta other than spirit in sky yeah i like i'm sure i i heard it previously but in that trailer it's like well this is it we're done is it is it cuz you're afraid of ghosts is he a ghost in that movie no, I'm saying a spirit in the sky would be a ghost, right? No. First of all, maybe it's the religious overtones like, I got a friend in Jesus. Are you sure? Are you sure you have a friend in the J-Man? But you were 11. Yeah. You why you would have been all I mean, over at 11, that. I would have yeah. been like, yeah, I do got a friend in that big boy in the sky. I love that big guy. He loves me too. Um, like, do you re- like I don't know if you were old enough, but when when Kanye came out with Jesus Walks, like yeah. every youth group in the world was like oh cool we have finally have some cool some cool music and everyone was like yeah, yeah Kanye's cool and then no it, that's not d- did you listen to any of his other songs before that one no and then also I bet if you went home and told your parents like hey I really like Kanye West now they'd be like who's that now Black but then one. you just play that one song for them and they go oh this is like Kirk Franklin obviously <laughs> I'll check I think Kirk Franklin was trending on Twitter today. I don't. I did not check why because oh, I didn't God. care hope about he's... Kirk Franklin. I, I, mean, I hope it's because he died. There <laughs> we are. I so stopped anyway, myself Michael. before saying it, but then you said it, and I laughed at it. So now Listen, everyone knows. I said so much shit last week when I was. Um, I, I'm going to apologize to the fan. I wasn't quite like I was not blackout you drunk. You never, but, never apologize for anything. Well, the thing is, I mean, one, I'm not going to apologize. Because I don't care, but I was, <laughs> I do realize looking back that almost unintelligibly drunk last week, um, cause I had a day, I had a week last week. So you yeah, had a week, we all, you had a week that day. I had a week that Thursday yeah, yeah. when we recorded. Um, but Michael, I do want to, I want to move on from, from John Travolta, John Travolta. And right. well, I don't want to, cause there's so much to unpack in that commercial. It sounds very good. Yeah. I mean, I was hoping you had seen the commercial and you would have the I same haven't. revelation cause I, I mean, I've, I, like I said, I've seen it a dozen times before somebody was like, is that John Travolta? And I was like, no. It does seem like such a waste. Right? I mean, it seems like a waste to hire Samuel Jackson to be in those commercials in the first place. It definitely seems like a waste to hire John Johnny T as as Santa and then just like not mention it at all or even draw attention to it. And like the thing is, is like I, I, 
I feel like I know Pulp Fiction well enough that if they would have made any reference in the script or in anything or any type of like tongue in cheek or wink wink about it, I would have gotten it. But maybe I just tune out Capital One commercials so hard now it doesn't even matter. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I I would say celebrity endorsement in in a general way is one of the most buck wild things in the world to me, because like I remember in high school, like after like 24 was on and was big. Check out Longest Days of Our Lives, hit, hit show, 24 <laughs> podcast. Um, and then, like, they had Bank of America hired Kiefer Sutherland as the voice of their commercials. Yes. Like, why would you want this dude who, like, murders hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of people to be like, by the way, trust us with your money. By the it's way, like this, this is the bank to use. Like, the entire show is about this dude who hates authority and goes rogue all the time. <laughs> like, it's like, why would you have Kiefer Sutherland? Known, is- known problem, child. The voiceover thing is interesting to me because there are some actors that are not at least not to me immediately recognizable as like oh it's that actor like if i hear tom hanks i know it's tom hanks you know if you hear morgan freeman if you hear dennis Haysbert, like i know it's them but there's always these people who are like you're like i think i know that guy i think i've heard this voice before but you cannot place it for the life of you i mean so that's why do you why do you hire those types of people i mean I'll say, my Michael, my company, who shall not be named, do you know our voice? No, am I supposed to? Hit actor, Sweet Home Alabama, Josh Lucas. Really? And I constantly want us to make Sweet Home Alabama jokes in our ads, and we never do. And it's huh. a real shame, because he's got the sweet, buttery, smooth voice of an angel. Yeah, like, what's the... um. What's th- that's what I'm saying. Like, what's the point of uh, of using these people if you're not going to, like, make some kind of, like, fun reference to it? I think it's just to make sure that he has a, a good house in Tahiti that he gets <laughs> to go to. And that's, you know what? That's good for him. I'm so happy. I don't know other than that, though. I mean, I guess it takes, like, what, an hour to film one of these things? And he probably gets paid, I don't know, 10, 20,000? I can't. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. And it's like Michael, you could pay someone five hundred bucks, but they wouldn't be Josh Lucas, and they wouldn't be Samuel Jackson, right? Which, Anyways, you know, whatever. Speaking of people who aren't Sam Sam Jackson, Michael, <laughs> I have something to announce. They finally did it. We finally got it. What canceled? Baby Yoda is fucking canceled. What? That little green creep is dead to the internet. <laughs> I don't believe it. No, I don't believe nope. it. Would you care to guess why Baby Yoda is dead to woke Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> um, he, First of all, I guess I should ask. I guess you're not caught up on The Mandalorian, so this might be spoilers. For I you. mean, it's fine. It's fine. I, I heard that there was something having to do with Baby Yoda um, getting in trouble in some way. I mean, he's always up to his old tricks. And right. Like, he's, you know, he steals things and he I think he ate like a frog or something and then spit it out. Or maybe he ate the whole thing. No, he I don't ate remember. the whole. He ate, he ate the whole dang frog in season and, and one. So and so it's like and, I, I, he's kind of like that cute. Like uh, we were talking about dessert, like Nibbler, right from uh, from Futurama. Like yeah, he's, he's cute like, yeah. and he's destructive a little bit because he's like a toddler with with unlimited force potential. Honestly, he's always getting into shenanigans. Uh, yeah, which you know everyone loves the, some hijinks. Um, yeah. Well, Michael, now he's fucking on the hook for genocide. This little <laughs> bastard. <laughs> This little this little green shithead, who, by the way, is the next best thing to a frog in my book anyway. So I was like, I was already pretty iffy on Yoda and his whole species, so Baby Yoda was already on thin ice. Really? Um, no matter how many frogs he was eating. But he ate a frog. No, he ate a frog, but sure. That was that, a that's nod just... to you to say, like, hey, I'm cool. Well, if anything, Michael, that should have been an indication of what he was about to do. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm, I'm also kind of, again, still on Baby Yoda's side here, because the creature that he was perpetrating the, like, genocide on is like a frog person so like mm. i was honestly like other people were mad about this i was honestly the most friendly audience baby yoda could get hmm. because he was just eating the eggs of a frog lady traveling through space <sighs> a frog lady you say frog lady who had to go so this is this is also the most like star wars is one of those things where nothing makes sense but they just say <laughs> stuff and they're like yeah this happens um so that's Amy the best Sedaris, part about having a galaxy like a universe is that yeah you can just claim that it's over there and no one can say otherwise so first of all there's a frog lady 
um, who hires, uh, you know, the old Mando to take her. Um, well, so no, actually. So Amy Sedaris's character. Oh, um, I love it. Yeah. Fires. Yeah. First of all, the frog lady. I, there's so much to unpack here. First of all, the frog lady, the amphibian is living on Tatooine, the desert planet. Huh. Hus- famously unhospitable or non-moisturized. It seems like, um, okay. I, you know, I don't know the, the, the entire lore of Star Wars. I've only seen the, the movies and, now the first season of Mandalorian, but it seems like there is not a lot going on for Tatooine other than it seems like everyone is always on Tatooine, even though there's nothing there useful for anything. For a planet that was described in the very first movie that um, if there's a bright center of the universe, this is the planet furthest from, (laughs) uh, there does seem to be a whole lot going on there. There's a whole lot going on there, but nothing actually going on there. Yeah, so so she's there. Mm-hmm. Again, a Obviously. frog lady on a moisture, unrich planet. Um, so she has some eggs and has to get to another planet to have them uh, fertilized by her husband. Who's I was going to ask if, they were, if these were fertilized yeah. or not. Yeah. Um, so, first of all, the quote was, they have to be fertilized by the equinox, or it means the ex- extinction of our family line. Um, Who's equinox? Yeah, that's what, yeah. So, again, so, also, <laughs> this is in... Another galaxy, yes, or not another, or another star system to fly to in the galaxy. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, none of it makes sense. And I'm just like, okay, well, you know, I, the other thing that doesn't make any sense in Star Wars is I feel like these major events happen between these two supposed, well, one power and an upstart plucky rebels. These major things happen, and they are aware of them. But not aware of the other stuff around them, like the fact that there are actually are Jedi, even though that is like there have been a lot of them in a lot of places that people have seen. I mean, literally. So the the show Mandalorian, even like the new movies are set like 40 to right. 60 years after like the like Luke Skywalker and even Luke Skywalker, like the original trilogy is set 40 years after like Jedi were demonstrably hanging around in like the central power of the universe like like in the fucking senate there was be history books about the jedi didn't know about jfk (laughs) (laughs) like they were in it's not like they were on the outskirts like they were in the galactic senate as jedi they weren't even hiding as something else it's like, oh, these myths of, oh, this ancient religion. It's like, no, it's not. You guys were here like these yesterday. Myths of the you guys gr- were here like yesterday. These myths of the great Richard Nixon. So anyway, apparently Baby Yoda had to be, like, Disney had to defend Baby Yoda. He's like, we thought it was going to be funny. He's like, well, <laughs> he does keep grabbing, like, little frog eggs and eating them. I mean... Yeah, and by like, the way, it's super cute. When he ever, whenever he gobbles down on one of these things, Baby Yoda looks so cute. I mean, here's the thing, though. Like... I don't see what he did wrong. I mean, first of all, he's a baby. Right. He's, he's just a, a dumb little baby. They put so. everything in their mouths. We were just reading an article about a kid who swallowed 27 neodymium magnets. Did I didn't say that right? Wait. Yeah, <laughs> I, am an, I am an engineer. <laughs> yeah, no, Michael, I like <laughs> I know this word, so go for it. <laughs> nah, I, I've this is a, we were talking about this last week. This is a word that I have seen. A lot of times because I bought a lot of magnets in my life, but I have never said neodymium. Neodymium. Yeah. I've never said that word before. That's weird. Neodymium. Neodymium. Anyways. So like kids just never been a sinner. I never (laughs) sin. I got a friend in magnets. (laughs) Like he swallowed 27 round magnets. They could have been little fish eggs for all he knew or frog eggs. Yeah, I guess the difference there is that he was, yes, he was eating magnets, but again, the magnets were in like the future of some species, like little. Race. He doesn't, but he wouldn't know. He's four. He's he's a, a little baby. Like they don't know. They don't know what the future of the species means. Also, it's just the future of like this bloodline. Like I don't care about you, Friday. Oh, it's just our bloodline. It wasn't the species. It wasn't the species. They're oh, off doing whatever. Okay, well, whatever. It's like, and also okay. the people like we're getting mad. It's like, listen, we all eat a lot of eggs. Yeah, I mean, all it's the a, time. It's a frog. There's a lot of things that that I love about Star Wars, but then I just think about them sometimes, and it's like they're in a galaxy far, far away. I get it, and and most of the time the the sure. aliens the aliens yeah. look just random. 
But then every once in a while they do the thing where it's like, oh, it's a frog lady or like it's like this thing that also looks like a, I don't know, a, a turtle. Like it's and it's weird to me because it's like, I don't care what universe or what galaxy you're on. There is never going to be a frog lady. I will say and two. Like literally, like the subtitles because I watch everything with subtitles. Oh yeah, I started doing know. that because I like to I like to munch while I. Uh, I, I oh, I love to munch. Love I got those munch. audio processing issues. Um, but literally, it's like the the quotations are "frog lady says" or <laughs> s- "speaking in frog." I'm like, y'all don't know what fucking frogs are. <laughs> Sorry, you don't know what frogs are. Speaking in frog. What did you ribbits? What did? Yeah, like. Uh, yeah, you know, honestly, I'd be, I would have respected it more if it's like, yeah, I speak in ribbitese. <laughs> it's like, give me something. Like, try at least, you fucks. What it sounds like is like, whoever job it was to come up with a new character for season, for episode two of this season of Mandalorian just forgot. And then, like, last minute, they just created this character, like, literally on the bus on the way to school. Yeah. Yeah, this is, uh,. did you just say that because you saw a frog over there Uh, yep yes no yes and i am fascinated with them they're just uh, and i you know michael i will say this this is the best pop culture has ever made a frog to me i'm like okay at least at least this is an emotionally appealing frog (laughs) every other frog can get fucked but Michael, I'm actually, sorry to that tell you. one seems like it could get fucked. She actually did and has been, yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, but yeah, sorry to tell you, Michael, Baby Yoda's canceled. I'm, I'm not. You know what? I'm 2020, to... 2019's finest jewel canceled in 2020. He had a good run. 20, 2020 is just so many. It's claiming so many victims. Yeah, but well, I don't know. I don't. I might have to. I might have to break with my uh my woke brethren here on this and uncancel Baby Yoda. What? Yeah, sorry. He's just too cute. Too cute. All right. Too cute. <sighs> well, damn. There's, there's like some T-shirt like too cute to be like I don't know like what is it I'm trying to <laughs> too cute to be a genocidal maniac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Uh. Well, that's Baby Yoda for you, Michael. You got any fun stories from this week, buddy? I, I mean, no. But I while while reaching well wow while researching some stories, I accidentally stumbled upon somebody asking a question about whether alligators pr- reproduced asexually or sexually, which I thought was the dumbest question ever. But then it turns out that a lot of animals uh, reproduce asexually, like Komodo dragons and things that are bigger than I would have realized. But important, very important note: one study done by the University of Maryland in like the fifties found that up to 30% of unfertilized turkey eggs turn into actual turkeys. And and not just female turkeys, like you would expect from an asexual representation, you know, because asexually usually means like it's a clone or something, right? Sure. But male turkeys. So how the fuck does that happen, Kush? Life finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Michael, uh, that's honestly, it. that's all I, I got. I gotta be honest with you, and I know that the this in Jurassic Park was all predicated on the fact that they had frog DNA, but nothing has ever solidified the argument that modern day like avians, like birds, are descendants of alli- or dinosaurs, like what you just said. Mm-hmm. And based on the documentary Jurassic Park, yeah, where they produced asexually. Yeah, I mean they got the the method correct. They just got the animal wrong. Yeah, it wasn't frogs. It was the fact. It wasn't the fact that they had frog DNA. That they thought it was because they put frog DNA in there. What they didn't know was that the avian DNA that was already in them. It was in there the whole time. You big dumb idiots. <sighs> nice try. It was in you yeah. all along, Jurassic Park. Huh? Yeah. I honestly, Michael, I'm I'm too stupid to know what the <laughs> explanation here is, but. And I don't real I don't really feel like looking into it any further. So no, absolutely not. I I will say that um, I, I'm pretty sure I've I've seen you know very visceral documentaries on alligators doing stuff. So I, I think I know that they don't. Um, but also I do want to like that brings up. Did you see that big chongers uh, alligator? Yeah, on, in, like the golf. Yeah, after the hurricane oh, yeah. last week. I you know what I've actually seen. I mean, it was hard that, to tell how big I've he seen was. That but alligator I've, before. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's very possible they live to be like four hundred years old. So, um, 
Dino DNA. <laughs> but I've definitely seen like 14 foot alligators on the banks uh, while golfing in florida before and it's i will say i got terrifying. i probably got like five or six text messages it's like is this what florida's like all the time i was like yeah pretty much mm-hmm. yeah yeah no i once i rode an alligator to school that's how it, that's how it is <laughs> but only because you were you didn't have any turns on the way there it was a straight shot you can only ride an alligator yeah. you have a straight shot to the school because they cannot turn no they don't corner well they do that not is corner for well. sure yeah the florida's just you know it's what it is alligators just there so no. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Do you have any stories? I think you, well, that, you mentioned something, right? Okay. I feel like that was a real. You really cheaped out on me on that one. Yeah. Um. I do have one. I don't. Know I told you I didn't really have anything, but I really wanted to talk about turkeys fucking themselves. I guess. Well, let's talk about turkeys fucking themselves, bud. It's Thanksgiving <laughs> time. It's the right time of the year. Um. Okay. Okay. So, Michael, I want to talk about something near and dear to my heart. My my heart. <laughs> near and dear um, to my heart. As you know, I am, you know, I manage some social medias mm-hmm. for, for a company. Um, and no one could, it's a good thing that you don't leave enough clues for people to figure out what it is. You just have told us that you work social media for a large company in Atlanta and who has Josh Lucas as the voice. <laughs> no yeah, like in, in this episode, I've given <laughs> Mr. Policeman, I gave you all the clues. Um, I mean, I figured if any, like I say my full name at the front, like people could figure it out if they were yeah, there's curious like, enough. There's like a billion Michael Cushings. Yeah, but I feel like if you searched Mike Cushing Atlanta, let's go ahead and do that one. I feel like <laughs> the old LinkedIn would be uh, pretty obvious. Let's well, that's because that it knows goes. that you're looking for you. Yep. Nope. I am the first. Oh, hold on. Let's do an incognito window. See what happens. I am the first. Oh, yeah. Fucking, no, there you are. You're right there. Yeah. Although your so, picture doesn't come up at all, though. So that's well, no, that's that's because I've scrubbed myself so well from the internet, except for my name. Um, but yeah, you can tell where I'm at. Um, There's a lot of doctors who are Cush- Michael Cushing. Yeah, a lot of what doctors. What did you do? A couple. Oh, I failed. Fucked buddy. up. A lot of doctors, a couple school principals, one Scientologist. I know that. Um, but Michael, so importantly, I haven't said the name of the company. <laughs> you just told that I'm not find it, and I never will. I never will. <laughs> So, Michael, the, I, I want to say the tilt lawyers have said that you are safe as long as you never say the name. Yeah. And I'm not so much worried about the uh, the tilt lawyers, more so about the <laughs> <laughs> lawyers. <laughs> um, OK, so, Michael, um, I'm going to ask you a question. Have you ever accidentally liked something you probably shouldn't have on like Instagram? Um. No, only because I am insanely paranoid about it. Okay. So you, okay, so you've never accidentally liked a porn star's video no, or something. No, like, like I, picture. I, or like I have, a girl even like a girl from high school that like you had a crush on. Yeah, see I don't I mean I I'm sure I've have accidentally liked things before, but I don't I don't remember doing it or I didn't notice I did it and no one yeah. called me out on it. Luckily. Fair. Yeah, I think I've only accidentally liked, like, someone I went to college with, like, this was years ago, like, a two-year-old photo at the time, and I was like, and I frantically unliked it, knowing that they would still get the notification. I'm like, well, fuck that one up. Um, It'd be funny if they got a notification that you unliked it, too. Yeah, it's like, JK. JK, I was just creeping. Sorry. Just creeping on your shit. Um... I actually well, don't, I also don't do a lot of like Facebook or Instagram like I'm mostly in the feed, you know? Yeah. No, so that's, like if that's I if fair. I like something on the feed, then I mean whatever. I it's on my feed. No, that's fair. And that's the proper way to be. And I I'm not gonna say I've really stepped back from social media just out of the fear that I would get caught creeping, but it's not an insignificant portion of it. I also <laughs> think it's a uh, fully destructive force in society and bad for people. But Michael, I'm gonna send you a picture and I want you to top to bottom tell me what you see. Okay. And Michael, don't let Rachel uh, see this. You I can see, delete it after the fact. I see your. No, here. Okay, I just dropped it in. Let I me see tell the you. head, no. the veiny shaft. No, oh no, ball. no. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry. I that the wrong was one. The, yeah. Oh no, 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 Michael. That's my camera. You're looking at the my webcam. <laughs> oh, my bad. Yeah, the camera. Um, I sent you, the picture see. I sent you. I see a a very lovely tanned left arm uh with a right arm behind it and a and a shoulder that is covered very nicely by a white very bright white shirt that kind of 
is tied up in the front, kind of like uh, like in Britney Spears. Uh, where does, one more where time. does the shirt? Where does the shirt end? Shirt ends directly underneath the bosom. Like I think the ample is what you bosom. call it. Is, yes, yeah, the very I would ample, say ample bosom. bosom. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then it's just skin until the 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 schoolgirl skirt because she's standing yeah. in front of some locker. I assume she's yeah, in she a school. Looks like she's at a school. Would you say this school. is like a traditional like Catholic schoolgirl girl sh- like skirt? It is for the first and only four inches of it. Yeah, and, and then, then it and then it immediately is no longer a Catholic schoolgirl outfit because it is no longer an outfit. Yeah, because it's about and then it's then gone. you kind of go into the garters and the garter and white stockings, which and like mostly her. honestly I'm into. No, no, no like, frankly, Michael, pretty good. Yeah, no, all of it's like, it's like a nice, it's a nice hiney, mm-hmm. and then stockings and the garters. Yeah. Um. Okay, so scrolling down a little bit more, you see like some of the Instagram engagement stuff, and then like what does that that sentence say right there? Liked by Fran Francus Francus Franciscus and thousands of others. Franciscus. Okay. And then, Michael, I'm just going to send you um, that Franciscus real quick, uh, that uh, screenshot of that profile, just if you want to let me know what that is. Uh, I can't. I can't <laughs> <tip of> my <laughs> tongue. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's the that's the cool pope. It's that's cool, Pope. That's cool, Which, Pope. And you know what? I did not think he was cool just because he was doing things that anybody should have done who claims yeah. to care about and have compassion for other people. But now he's cool. You know, now the, the Pope has gotten horny on Maine. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now I finally get. Now he's cool, Pope. Now he's cool, Pope. Like he's just like us. He's he's just like us he's scrolling the gram like at two a.m. seeing like a hot honey. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I kind of. <laughs> Kind of into the that quote, one. the quote on uh, Pope Francis's Instagram here is, "I want to walk with you along the way of God's mercy and tenderness." And for some oh. reason, tenderness is like has hearts it around hit. it, and it's like slanted <laughs> with the weird writing, like a winky face. Yeah, it's very. And now I get it. I never understood why before, but now I get it. I mean, he's so talking about that tender booty. Yeah. So apparently, first of all, the Vatican has launched a full-on investigation <laughs> after the Pope's Instagram account likes a quote very risque schoolgirl picture and how many people I, could possibly have access to pope francis's instagram you want to know how many people have access to my nebulously named employer's instagram account how many at least at least six have direct access and more than that can like post ads to it not many can like shit um but there are a lot of people that have access to be like that's a horny pick i like yeah, that but like okay i, I will thing. say this there are there are at most two suspects it's either pope francis or like the top level social media manager right, that's what I'm who saying, in like, this case would be me <laughs> like you work for a company which is very like while it would be embarrassing if somebody did that it's easy to pawn it off on the social media team or this person or whatever like pope this is not a company like this is the face of god's church here which we need to come back to that real quick in a second, but like continue your thought. <laughs> like you cannot just let anyone have access to be able to like things on Pope Francis's page, right? Like that has I to be say, locked toit. I will say I have two phones for this very specific reason. And sometimes I've been dangerously close because <laughs> I have, unfortunately, my Slack with you dumb dumbs open. And you also yeah. need some real dumb shit sometimes oh, yeah. on Twitter. And depending on the last browser window I had open, <laughs> sometimes it opens up in Michael Cushing's personal Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it opens up in Pope Francis's Twitter account. Employer to be named later's Twitter account. And I have to be oh so cautious that I mm. just don't even accidentally hit the F key on my keyboard, which would favorite whatever tweet I have open on the screen. Oh, really? It does? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, I don't what ever a- use Twitter on the computer. I do. Yeah. It's dangerous. You probably have to, yeah. Because of shit like that. Homie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Um, it's, I would say, sh- I would say in my previous role where I also had access to social media accounts, I like once or twice retweeted stuff that I shouldn't have and had to frantically log into like another phone. I'm like, oh, just kidding. <laughs> um, but that, that account only had 2,000 followers, not like, you know, half a million. How quickly do they, like, if you, if you're scrolling on Instagram and you do the thing where you like stop the scroll and then actually tap it again, where you basically you've double tapped it, 
if you were to undouble tap it like almost immediately, like two, 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 like would it still give them the notification that you liked it or would, is that well, enough? Here's the thing. They would get the notification, but it wouldn't show up on the actual feed like this one did. So someone did not recognize their error Oof. for a minute. Hmm. But I do want to talk about this. 7.2 million followers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, I do want to talk about this. <clears throat> if you are, you know, a a model or porn star or whatever, and you post a like real sexy pic of you like your butt or dong or boobs, whatever, like just putting it out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the Pope, again, God's personification and mouthpiece on this planet this earth chosen by by god and definitely not a weird group of cardinals (laughs) if if your butt or dick or boobs were so powerful that the pope was like (laughs) yeah now that's what i like to see how do you feel are you like instantly like do you is that I think saints need like three checks to get in there I think is that one of yours like it's at least two like I made the Pope boom so hard that like I like I, I'm one third of the way to sainthood now. The the Pope is willing to risk everything for this booty, <laughs> literally everything. The the everything God God in the universe Himself He is willing to risk for this booty. Yeah, it's, I mean it make it would make me feel. Here's well here's another way to look at powerful. it. Powerful and like this is another way that like if I was the Pope this would one hundred percent be my spin on it. It's like yeah no. God flows through me. <laughs> I I am just recognizing that like this is a well made God given Heine or yeah, Fanny or Dick. Like, like this God, is like God did something good here. God spoke and was like, I did nice work down there. <laughs> doing I'm doing a great job. It's like, it is like, true. Honestly, he is God's mouthpiece. And also, frankly, like to the Pope, we are all made in God's image. So, like, if I just see, like, a real nice tiny or, like, a, a sweet hog, I'm like, I see God right there, baby. And that's my job is to seek God everywhere I can. And, like, if we're creating God's image and that's what God's image is like, I am – that's how I grow closer to God. Again, I can't – because I'm not allowed to touch or look. Or, well, I'm going to look, obviously, but, like, I can engage. <laughs> but, like, I see God in that. And yeah. that. That butt really does it for God and for me, the Pope. And- and the Pope, but also mostly for God, who is once again he he acts through me on this earth. So, and, and like we, here's are, the we, thing, we like, are also talking about a dude who sent a woman a baby through an angel. Like with I was like, okay, this dude's obviously horny on Maine all the time. So like, listen, if the, the this he is tried to the keep Pope. them in a garden and convince them they didn't need clothes. Yeah, the, he's so, clearly yeah, horny. All, God is clearly just. Lonely first. He just he look. He just wanted to see it, and they were like, "Look, you just got to stay in this garden, but you got to be naked." And there's snakes around. That's weird, right? Clearly, I'm obsessed with weird imagery. (laughs) Rats. Yeah. All I'm saying saying is that God, God appreciates, and we should be normalizing the liking of thirsty pics. I don't see the problem. Yeah, I'm fine with like the liking of like the normalize of liking like thirsty pics. Like maybe don't. I don't. I Michael. I do not want to normalize getting horny on Maine. Because <laughs> if we normalize it, then it's not a sweet treat when it happens for me. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, I'm just saying, people have posted themselves with the intention of having other people look at them and like the photos. And yeah. what better like is there than God himself? And that's... I mean, to me, like if I if I received that like, I'd be like, wow, my ass is supernatural. It has superpowers and it has dazzled the Pope himself and therefore God. Do you watch the Great Great British Baking Show ever? Occasionally. I like it. It's very relaxing. So, yeah, super sweet. Paul Hollywood, the king of bread. Yeah, my man. Uh, when he is just overwhelmed with how good something is and he, he will give a Hollywood handshake. He'll give the give him a handshake. And Every once in a while, someone will do so good on bread, which is Paul Hollywood's thing. He will give them a Paul Hollywood bread handshake, which I feel like that's just the same thing here. Like, yeah, it's the Pope giving the Pope handshake. It's like your ass is so God given and God yeah. created and God and God touched. Like, hey, 
Like I just game, gotta game recognized game. Exactly. Michael, what does a Paul Hollywood handshake look like? And what does a Paul Hollywood bread handshake look it's like? It's just and also one's just during bread week and then one is just a normal handshake. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Also, what a crime is it that the king of bread is named Paul Hollywood? <laughs> I am going to venture most, a guess that that's not his his real name, but I don't know that for sure. The most boring food with the coolest name. I mean, uh, wow, you better back off a of bread. It can be very, very cool. How how cool are we talking? Is is, is the Pope going to like a good loaf of bread? I mean, he like, mm. literally loves bread because it's the body of Jesus. So that's a great point. Wow. Michael, would you hold on? Wow. So mic drop. I wish I could, but. If I did, yeah, I would that was never also really back up yeah, here. So, thank you for the sun god. <laughs> would you believe, Michael, that his name is actually Paul John Hollywood? No, it isn't. This is actual fucking name. His parents were also named Hollywood. His dad's name is John F. Hollywood. What? And his mom was Jillian Harmon. Hollywood. Um, that's tremendous. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. I I for forever thought that was the most fake name of all time. Me too. Also, he's a, he has a racing career? What? The fuck? Damn it, Paul Hollywood. Stop being so cool, you bread bastard. <laughs> All right, Mike, what do you got for me this week, bud? Stripping humanity of its dignity. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was just a line in the, in the article. I'm good with it. I love it. Where uh, are we going? Where are we speaking, going from here, bud? Speaking of great representations of m- man's, man and God's ability to create uh, okay i'm with you where are we yeah. going here buddy um so speaking of the pope pope francis the, the cool i pope. hope you keep all three of these intros in <laughs> the cool pope speaking of he, the cool pope he apparently has been talking to uh to elon musk a little bit he's a little bit worried elon, about yeah. he's a little bit worried about the ai he is praying that robots don't turn against us he prays that the intelligent that artificial intelligence robots always serve mankind instead of stripping humanity of its dignity, according to a report. So, I I don't know what he. I feel like the Pope is trying to tell us something. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, again, it's if 2020. He has, yeah, and again, he is like our main line to the big guy. You know, right. like if if he's worried about something, other than like you know previous popes were who were just like super worried about like. Gay people having, you know, getting married, having sex. So like he's like moved past that. And now he's like, okay, that's cool, we're fine. And now he's focused on, okay, but robots really are a concern. <laughs> like, he, like <laughs> I, I know the other stuff. The other popes were like, wild. Those guys suck. I'm also not great, but also robots now. I might be more concerned about like if 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 the J man is being like, hey, Pope, Frankie, Frankie, my man. Those robots ain't no joke. Although you do bring up a good point because. Famously, Catholics have been against pretty much anything that isn't white Catholic. So maybe we should be on the robot side here because the Catholics haven't really shown having a really good track record on being on the right side of history. Yeah, I mean, there is that. So, I mean, frankly, Michael, to your point, I'm not really inclined to believe anything any (laughs) any pope says or Catholic leader. But I will say, I mean, like I maybe he's like, yeah, you know, attacking the dignity of man is. Biblically, there is a lot of value in hard work because biblically, they really just needed everyone to work to keep everyone moving forward. So it's like, yeah, Colossians, whatever you do, work hardly as for the Lord and not for men. Um, the soul of the slugger craves and gets nothing while the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. That's Proverbs. Um, so basically, yeah. the Bible is just an indoctrination into capitalism. Well, no, it's I mean, I think the Bible, especially the Old Testament, is more an indoctrination of, listen, we're in a fucking tribal society here and we need to keep moving forward we need to do as much shit as possible as quickly if you don't work you literally go ahead and die and also like don't eat tainted meat because that's bad for you (laughs) so like there are certain rules in the society we have established for ourselves um so there's that as the pope saying this though i do like i think similar going back to what we're talking about i kind of also like the implication that god is just kind of like Listen, robots might kill you. Like, and that is the official word from the Pope to <laughs> from God. It's like, you know, listen, I hope these I hope these guys are fine, but no saying. And maybe the maybe the world, my my creation ends in robots. So watch out, I guess. Um 
So I'm going to put out a theory here based yeah. on just some sleuthing I just did. Yeah. This story came out about Pope Francis saying that robots need to serve mankind and not kill us mm-hmm. on November 12th. Yep. Yeah. I'm just saying yesterday or the day before, which so was the 16th, which, yeah. is when... An Instagram photo on Pope <gasps> Francis's page just randomly got liked, and no so one knows how. And ro- you're trying to say robots and AI are trying to undermine the Pope. They're, I'm just the saying one, the one bulwark defense against the robot incursion. They're already trying to undermine him through false pretenses. I'm just now, saying this just one Michael, one thing. It's just a lo- it's a shot across the bow. It was like, hey, Pope, back the fuck off, Michael. There are two conspiracy theories I like in 2020. <laughs> one. I like that robot AI scripts are trying to game the Pope's Instagram <laughs> to like really sexy pictures to make people think he's a horn dog mm-hmm. and therefore not worthy of God's, you know, voice. And the second is fake Melania. <laughs> Those are the only two conspiracy theories I like in 2020. I mean, and, and they're now both I'm true. a full it. I'm a, I'm a full adherent of both of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be so easy, Michael. Yeah. It'd be, I mean, like, I've had so I've had people spoof my phone number to me before. So like it can't be that hard to fake a like from the Pope's Instagram account as a robot. Especially yeah, this especially if you're a robot. If you're also, already in the system. And also I'm gonna say too, like as a robot, well actually now here's a question. If you were a robot and you gained access to Michael, damn, I'm really thinking through this right now and it's really actually kind of upsetting. I think I think if robots and AI are already smart enough to know that liking a porn star's hiney picture from the Pope's Instagram account is enough to destabilize <laughs> international faith in the Pope, we have already lost before they ever fired a shot. Before they got anywhere near firing a shot, they have already beaten us. Because if a robot can discern, whoops, the porn, like the Pope's into like schoolgirl porn and liked a, a post on Instagram, and that's enough to do it. We we are lost. They oh, and are... he's and he's lucky. It was just a no, schoolgirl Michael... outfit, a Catholic schoolgirl outfit. That was it. Was so it's so on point that only and and Kush, who was Instagram owned by? Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. And what is Mark Zuckerberg if not a robot? A robot. Already, a robot, he's king sure. of the robots. And all of a sudden, oh, Instagram just betrays the Pope. Weird. I... Weird, weird, weird. Michael, I, I'm going to say that I am just just really to get ahead of it because I know they're listening at this point. I am one grateful that the robots are smart enough to know that this is enough to destabilize the Catholic Church. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but two, benevolent enough to start there and not like at the nuclear codes. Well, they don't look they don't they need us or still. or the other the other option is they're smart enough to know that this has that impact, but dumb enough to not know that there's other stuff that they could do to kill us. <laughs> or they just hate religion that much which again is a, a cold logical uh, I assume hive mind they probably aren't fans of yeah I mean they are communists the, Michael are I could communists. talk Michael I could now talk about this for literally 18 hours I mean it's why are more people not talking about the fact that the robots are at war with the Pope I mean my, the, two Michael, thing, the two things that I do not understand why people are not talking about one and we talked about it earlier and we just went right past it but the fact that like Turkeys, turkeys are reproducing asexually, and no yeah. one has been talking about this since the fifties. Sounds like a cover up. And two, the fact that the Pope is at war with robots. Well, Michael, what I want, what I will posit is that the Pope and robots have been at war for a long time. Oh, and what we have just witnessed is the first shot in a a long Cold War. Do you think it's this Pope, or you think all popes going back in time have been? I want to say it's all popes. Are the popes been... the only thing keeping us from? complete robot domination like they've defeated the robots many times michael can i say this popes have a very long history of standing in the way of technology (laughs) (laughs) and we thought it was we thought it was because they were just um terrible can i I say this yeah this will also be the first time it's beneficial to humanity (laughs) (laughs) but maybe they knew maybe they knew this why they were trying to that's why they were trying to hold back progress because they're like, we don't know how to stop the robots. We only know how to, how to delay them. That is one of those things I, I, I've often wondered. I like, want to write this movie now. I want to write this movie where the popes are a secret. Well, it's kind of it kind of goes to like War of the Worlds. 
like, mm-hmm. like the book came out like set in the civil, like the American Civil War when we're f- shooting at like mechanized aliens with muskets. It was like, mm-hmm. and we had to, like, we had to kill them with the flu because that's literally <laughs> all we had. It's like, what if the popes were just here to be like, hey, we're just here to give you a fighting chance? Yeah, like we're we're here to delay them until, oops, they fucking hacked my Instagram. God damn it, these these guys are so smart. We're trying to delay them, and all you assholes have done is turned over everything to them. Mm-hmm. You idiots! This is why I've been living on a gold throne and don't have a computer until this. That's my, Michael. That actually begs an important question: Why the fuck does the Pope have an Instagram? <laughs> Because you got to reach the people, man. I guess you got to reach them, teens. You got to reach better. I got to reach them. I got to reach that better. I I should know that better than anyone. Yeah. Why not just send the Pope to like an EDM concert and be like, "Ah, look at this guy. He's fucking dope, huh? The hollow Pope. Yeah, put the hollow Pope on TikTok. He'll be fine. The the Pope should get on TikTok. That's where you're going to get the teens. I mean, if there's anything I know of TikTok is that sermons do very well. Just need my daily dose. Uh, okay, Michael, I th- there was one other story you want to talk about, right? Yeah. So, Michael, you sent me this earlier, and the headline alone was enough to, like, the headline in the description of the article enough to blow my mind. So, is for NBC News um, on November 15th, headline is, Fight Club in New York City with over 200 people broken up by authorities. First of all, I want to contend that should be more than 200 people, but AP style changed the rules. And that's a, that's a that's a nitpick for three people that are listening to this podcast. Wait, what did, it, what did it say? And, and what was it supposed to say? So it said over 200 people. It mm. should say more than 200 people because over the preposition implies that it is above, above them. Like hanging over 200 people. Yeah. Uh, and previously AP style up until five years ago said that it should be more than, but they changed the rules to, to allow over, and that's dog shit bullshit, and this is what I... Uh, Michael, this is my new podcast. But here's the thing, like... No. AP, no. AP does not get to dictate language. Language evolves, and people have used over to mean more than for long enough that the AP just has to get with the times, man. We don't say ye old shoppy anymore, either. It... Yeah, well, We don't spell what, color this, with a U, all right? This one is incorrect. They also the the one that gets me incorrect. I'm gonna fight you so, <laughs> Michael. I will I will like a porn pic on your Instagram and show it to Rachel. I swear to God. Oh sure, over, she'd have to scroll through the wrong. first thousand of them because that's all I do, Kush, all day, hmm. every day. So anyway, the subheadline is attendees of quote Rumble in the Bronx. We're just Rumble in the Bronx. were discovered drinking, smoking, and fighting, according to officials. What? Dash. And we're not social distancing, they said. <laughs> and that's honestly the worst part. Yeah, so no, like, they would have not broken it up. That, that's the only reason they broke it up. Literally, so all of this, the the funniest part of the story, other than so okay, so I'm gonna read the first couple sentences. A 200-person unlicensed fight club in New York City was disbanded by sheriffs on Saturday night, according to officials and local reports. Attendees of Rumble in the Bronx were discovered drinking, smoking, and fighting, but not socially distant at the event. You know what? It sounds like 197 people broke the first rule of fight club, by the way. Exactly. Whoever this... So, the photo associated with the story is a what appears to be a Glock handgun, a holster... Um, probably 13 bullets, a magazine, and then just like a cone, like a, a forensic cone that says number two on it. And I'm desperately, I desperately need to know what number one through whatever was. Um, but so around 11:15, New York County, New York City sheriffs entered a Coster Street warehouse and found a crowd watching and participating in the fighting. Uh, NBC New York reported patrons were drinking alcohol, smoking hookah, and not wearing face coverings while, so, while failing to social dif- distance. The God, sheriff's office said. And several loaded firearms were discovered. Ten organizers were charged with multiple crimes. Okay. The f- the fact that the unlicensed fight club seems to be an afterthought in the story about the unlicensed fight club. And they're just like, <laughs> yeah, none of them were in mass around no, here. Like, mass. It's like also, the, it's the, like they're, the they were drinking and smoking. The multiple men beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. Like the multiple men beating the shit out of each other um, from six inches apart. That was that was fine, I guess. That's fine. But ever the, the attendees not wearing masks, not wearing masks, pretty fucked up. And drinking and smoking, what is this? 
Also, first of all, so it says Michael Roman, CEO of Rumble in the Bronx, is facing eight charges, which include unlawful assembly and conducting a prohibited combat sport. I'm sorry. He has a company? this man to incorporate a company (laughs) called Rumble in the Bronx with the explicit intent of holding fights in the club. (laughs) And and, and you have the audacity. I'm Michael. I'm I'm flabbergasted. They have you, the you have to, to put the purpose of your business on on a business license, right? Yeah, I assume the purpose of my business is to conduct prohibitive combat sports. <laughs> you can't charge me with a crime of that if you allowed you. me to file and like make that business. That's double actually jeopardy. on you. Yeah, double jeopardy, New York. Sorry, I win. Sorry, and, you know what? And the lack of social social distancing and a mask that is on me. I apologize <laughs> for that. But like, I will take you. That. You let me do this. Yeah, I will. Which actually, will wear masks. Actually, I guess that <laughs> I guess that makes sense that everything they're worried about was the drinking and smoking hookah and lack of things. Um, I will say because they're probably sharing drinks. It wasn't that they were drinking or smoking the hookah it was that they were sharing them. I, I bet there were numerous be- like beer bongs for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, Michael, I will say um, that there is one quote here that is very funny. Um, quote, a significant amount ma- amount of marijuana was also discovered. Oh, no. Which I I think weed is legal in New York, right? No, no. it's decriminalized, no, it's but like New not York a, is not for significant amount. Yeah, New York is a weird place because it's like New York City is super liberal, but then everyone in New York is like, no, we couldn't possibly legalize weed, even though every other state around us is going to do it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I would. Would you do a Fight Club? I don't know. I mean, I would probably if I got invited to one, I would probably go watch. Even if even if the rules. Sorry, the rules first. You got first time. You got to fight. First time you have knows. to fight. You have to fight. <sighs> I mean, this is a you're talking to a man who's never been in a fight other than yeah, with his neither. older brother. Yeah. Um. I don't know if I would. Like, I might could just go out of like pure curiosity, <laughs> but like the rule that I would have to fight it was like, oh, I don't really want to do that. Um, guess I'll leave. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I guess I'm out. Actually, thank you. Oh wait, you're gonna shoot me because I'm not supposed to be here. Oh no. Um, because like I don't really love UFC fighting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I've never like uh, even boxing. I've never like really gotten the appeal. Um, so I don't know if I would go or not. But the, I'd be um, so. The counter- I'd be so curious if somebody was no, like, the, "Hey, you the, go the counterpoint is like, <sighs> I want to see Scrubby Josh wrestle really bad, <laughs> yeah, right?" But like, like that's like, I was like, "I'll go to that." I'll but, go to yes, I will. I will 100 go to that. But I'm, I'm also afraid I'm going to that that someone will also try to make me wrestle. And and Michael, I mean, frankly, the most likely culprit of that will be Josh, right? Exactly. <laughs> and that's you know, and that's just something we have to contend to. And yeah. obviously, like, we're gonna do it. I'll okay. wrestle you. We'll wrestle each other. Yeah. Um, please don't kill me. No, but I mean, obviously I will go all out. Obviously. So, uh, I mean, I would go again. I've never, like, I've never been in a fight. If I, if like I had to go to like an underground fight club and I was like, I guess I'll get punched in the face once or twice. Like, yeah, sure. I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, like how, I guess here's the thing. Like you, you just tap out, right? When you're done, like how, how much would I have to be into the fight before I could tap out without everyone just hating me? I guess is my. I think you'd have to. Get, I have to get punched once at least. I know that. No, well, like yeah, twice, I mean, three one, times. Like how many times, I, Michael? I think you'd have to get punched and kicked a lot really? before they would let. Yeah, no, Michael. I like, Michael. I'm just saying, it, if it was me, and like I was, if you, if you and me were both at a fight club, and they were like, you have to fight. Uh huh. Like, I would probably, I would hit you a couple of times. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna come out swinging. I'm gonna try to hit you, you know, as many times as I, I possibly can, obviously. But like, I'm saying, like once you once i realize that i am in over my head and i am being and i am being pummeled which i assume i will uh do and you turtle up right yeah. do i just how do i get to just turtle up or like how many times do i need to get hit before i can be like okay that was that was fun that was great y'all and now i'm we all we all had a good time a good time but now i just want to log into the pope's instagram <laughs> just, <laughs> so i'm just gonna go and have to have these ribs checked out because I'm pretty sure I have punctured lungs. I want to say you need to take at least three hits. Three hits? I, I would go then, I think. But like real real boy hits. That's fine. Not like, yeah. Not like, I mean, so I'm not going to just think, stand there and let myself get hit. I mean, I'm going to come I, at you like a spider monkey. So I think like the first slap that I give you is like, a, <laughs> get out of here, you jerk. Uh, that doesn't count. 
And then here's like, the thing: I don't I, think I'm gonna get hit because I'm going. I'm going straight. I'm trying to get you to the ground. I'm trying to go I, wrestle mode. I can, I can, I can imagine you like fully trying to overwhelm somebody with a, a storm of slaps and then <laughs> like, wrestling down. And then there's like one, one knee to the nuts. So I think it's over for for you, bud. Yeah, I don't. I mean, that's I win. If they knee me in the nuts, I win. That's that's just on. Well, you you definitely win the moral victory. I don't think yeah. you win a fight club victory because I think I think nuts I don't think the nuts. No, I don't think nuts are on the table. Did, I th- Michael, I'm pretty sure they nut slap in that movie. They do everything else. <laughs> oh, that's true. He does punch him in the nuts like eight times. Eight. I do remember that. <laughs> like, Michael, there's that one extended yeah. scene where he's just pummeling <laughs> poor, poor what's his face in the nuts. For uh, Jared time. Leto, right? Yeah, and maybe meatloaf. I think they just punch meat punch meatloaf in the dick. Yeah, times. just it was. Yeah, there's like a scene where yeah, he's just like wailing. It's honestly uncomfortable. Yeah, it's it was like. And then the movie dies. could have been about thirty minutes shorter if they had taken out all of just the no, like, nut like the scene where they just punch Meatloaf in the balls for forty minutes, <laughs> and then they just turn around after he's dead, and it's like his name was Robert Paulson. I was like, that's we could have gotten there in a more comfortable and frankly plot efficient way. Yeah, but his name was Robert Paulson. His name it's was Robert we Paulson, and he. It's good that we remember that he had pummeled, just pulverized nuts, just, just nothing down there. Nothing. It's all gone. It's like a paste. Well, pouring out for the Pope. Uh, Michael, I think that'll do it for us this week. Uh, unless you have any, any final thoughts for me, bud. No. I didn't think you would because uh, I got none. But I think there's nothing going on in the world. We're just we're pin, pins and needles for these election results. <laughs> Boy, howdy. Um, well, Michael. Um, I guess it's, if, thanks, it's Thanksgiving next week. Cause we'll be, yeah. It'll be Thanksgiving. Uh, what, like six days yeah, after you, we release? Are, are you doing? Are you doing anything fun? For yeah, we're gonna go. Holiday? We're gonna go visit. We're gonna go visit some peoples in in New York. Nice. That sounds lovely. Yeah, we're gonna get out of our COVID infested city. We've been quarantining for the past, uh, you know, two weeks. Um. And uh, yeah, that'd be fun. That sounds great. So everyone have a have a lovely uh, Turkey Day. Yeah. You know, try not to give all of your relatives COVID. When are, you, when are you heading that way, buddy? Saturday. Okay, nice. So I guess no episode next week. We'll pull no one out episode the week next after. week. Uh, I mean, it's going to be maybe, Thanksgiving. I mean, you maybe, don't want I'll put, maybe I'll put one out with, with my sister. Oh, there you go. Special, special guest star. We'll do one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, everyone, if you want to find, find out more information about this show, you can find one at goodbuddymedia.com. This show and our sister show, Longest Days of Our Lives, in which me and Michael are good buddy Curtis watching every single episode of the Hit Show 24, um, as previously mentioned. You should check that out. Um, again, even if you've never seen we're it, we're gonna start great. that. I I'm gonna say we're gonna start that at, uh, first week of January. First, okay, we're, okay, guaranteed. Because we'll yeah, because be hol- the holidays are gonna be rough just because everyone's traveling and and or I guess not traveling, but you know, there's just a lot of things going on. Uh, but like we're gonna say January. That's gonna happen. Yeah. Even if we have no. to like pin Curtis down and and you know make him make him do it. Oh, we will too. I'll do it. And we will. Um so yeah, no. Uh, even if you've never seen 24 or listened to that show, I think uh it's a very good covid quarantine show. Mhm. It's barely about 24. It's really just having a very good time. So, uh definitely check that out and uh Michael, how else can people help us out? You can help us out by finding us on uh Twitter and the aforementioned Instagram where you can like all of our booty pictures uh, at T-I-L-P-Cast, at TiltCast. Um, yeah, if you, ha- if, you, if you happen to get on that, that site, um, go hog wild. You know, like as many um, Pope Francis nudie pics as you want, honestly, right? You don't care, Kush. Oh, no. Go I'm, nuts. Go, go crazy. Get, yeah, um, hack our account and like as many... Actually... As many Pope Francis nudie pics, and also like just sensual pictures of the Pope. Like, if you find any like any of his, his yeah, like whereas like his head is like particularly shiny in yeah. like a sexy way. Just like whatever, all like, of gets those. you, whatever gets you going with the Pope. Yeah. Um, you know he's like pontificating and whatnot. Uh, you can also reach us at goodbuddymedia at gmail dot com. Um, at any of those places, you can send us stories or I don't know, just shoot the shit. Um. Oh, you can also find us on all of the uh, podcast apps. Uh, this is probably the most important one. I usually start with this one. Uh, yeah. You should find us on the podcast app where you probably found this episode. But 
make sure you go to the main page, download all of the episodes multiple times, create as many accounts as possible and download them all, all the time. Across multiple apps. Yeah, all the apps. Um, but also hit that subscribe button um, on purpose or on accident. Honestly, I don't care. And also, if you would give us a five-star review, that would be awesome. Uh, that would be awesome. Back to you, Michael Cushing. Well, Michael, I think that's going to do it for us, actually, on this weekend, Trends in Little Places. It's been lovely talking with you. Love you. Love you, too. Toodles. Toodles.